This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, March 23rd, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. House Ag leaders not in sync on climate. Ag Workforce Coalition calls for H-2A reform and rail merger seen as positive. House Ag leaders differ sharply on climate policy. Climate policy is a top priority this year for President Joe Biden and congressional Democrats. But it's going to be challenging for the House Agriculture Committee to find a bipartisan compromise. On the first day of the AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit, Ag Committee Chairman David Scott, the Georgia Democrat, said the panel will focus on helping to develop ag carbon markets by facilitating verification services and implementing guardrails to ensure the markets operate fairly. He also suggested compensating farmers for conservation practices they've already been doing and which may not be eligible for carbon credits. Scott said he plans to hold a hearing on carbon markets, but... The committee's top Republican, Pennsylvania Representative Glenn G.T. Thompson, said he believes the government should keep its hands off private markets and opposes the Growing Climate Solutions Act, which would authorize USDA to certify verification services. He also doesn't see a need to make payments to the so-called early adopters, farmers who have already undertaken conservation practices. Congress should not be moving quickly on ideas that have bipartisan opposition, such as USDA-run carbon markets or legislation like the Growing Climate Solutions Act, Thompson said. Now, by the way, Scott encouraged summit attendees to watch the Netflix documentary Kiss the Ground, which promotes regenerative agriculture and links conventional farming practices to environmental degradation. You can read our report on Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack's summit remarks at agripulse.com. U.S. and U.K. trade chiefs discuss FTA talks. The idle free trade agreement negotiations between the U.S. and the U.K. may not be idle much longer. That according to a statement issued yesterday by the British International Trade Secretary Liz Truss. She spoke to newly sworn-in U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai by phone, and the two, quote, reflected on the progress made in the U.S.-U.K. free trade agreement negotiations and the importance of continuing to work together to build a closer economic relationship and agreed to have further discussions. That according to a statement released by the U.K. government. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative confirmed that Thai and Trust discussed the USTR's ongoing review of the U.S.-U.K. free trade agreement, in which talks began during the Trump administration. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ag groups to Senate. 
Reform H-2A. Leading farm groups are appealing to the Senate to pass a bill to expand the H-2A program and ensure producers have access to more workers. We must address this workforce crisis threatening farms across the United States so our producers can continue to feed, clothe, and fuel our nation, said the Ag Workforce Coalition in a letter to Senate leaders. The letter stopped short of endorsing the Farm Workforce Modernization Act, which passed the House last week and is opposed by the coalition's largest member, the American Farm Bureau Federation. But the coalition says the Senate should, quote, put forward the FWMA's ideas and solutions to pass legislation in a bipartisan manner to address our agricultural workforce challenges. Vilsack. Japan needs to return to negotiating table. Japan agreed to a more generous deal on U.S. beef exports in the trade pact the two countries implemented about a year ago. But it's time those terms were improved and talks began for a phase two of the U.S.-Japan trade agreement. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said yesterday during the AgriPulse annual Ag and Food Policy Summit. Strong U.S. beef exports to Japan set off a safeguard trigger earlier this month, causing the Japanese tariff to rise from 25.8% to 38.5% for 30 days. Japan agreed under Phase 1 of the pact to apply the safeguard trigger, it's 242,000 metric tons, on a yearly basis instead of the riskier quarterly basis. But that's not good enough anymore, said Vilsack. Obviously, the Phase 1 deal was important to us, but we need to go to the next level, Vilsack said. Ag shippers see Canada and U.S. rail merger as positive. The Soy Transportation Coalition says the Canadian Pacific Railway and the Kansas City Southern merger could provide increased service options. A merger between the two companies was announced Sunday, still has to be approved by the Federal Surface Transportation Board. STC Executive Director Mike Steenhoek said these types of mergers often raise concerns among consumers when the two companies have a similar geographical footprint. But in an email, he said the two railroads currently have very little service overlap. FDA warns companies on marketing CBD products as drugs. The Food and Drug Administration has issued warning letters to two companies for marketing products containing cannabidiol or CBD as drugs. The products that are the subject of the warning letters issued today have not gone through the FDA drug approval process and are considered unapproved new drugs, FDA said to the letters sent to Honest Globe and BioLite Laboratories. There has been no FDA evaluation of whether these unapproved drug products are effective for the uses manufacturers claim, what an appropriate dose might be, how they could interact with FDA-approved drugs or other products, or whether they have dangerous side effects or other safety concerns, the FDA said. Here's today's He Said It. 
On this National Agriculture Day, I remain determined to address racial inequity and create an equitable space for all to participate in the great American enterprise of agriculture. Let President Joe Biden in his proclamation for National Agriculture Day, which is today. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, March 23rd. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.